Hey, how's everybody doing? Welcome to the Good News Podcast. My name is Oscar. I'm the pastor of Good News Chapel, Vancouver. And today I'm bringing you a topic that's actually controversial. Now, I personally believe it should not be controversial. I think it's very easy for us to be able to understand. But nevertheless, it is. And so we're going to be answering the question, can a Christian be demon-possessed? Now, let me rephrase it. Can a born-again, spirit-filled believer be demon-possessed? Now, I won't have you wait until the end of this podcast in order to find out the answer. I'll just tell you plain and simple. I believe the answer is no. A born-again, spirit-filled believer, a Christian, cannot be demon-possessed. Why? Either you're full of light or either you're full of darkness, but both cannot coexist. Plus, I just want to tell you the honest truth. The reason why I decided to do this podcast is because I've been hearing a lot of people. I see on YouTube, I see on Instagram, I see on TikTok. There are ministers out there who let the people know or let, you know, instruct the people, letting them know that as a Christian, you can be demon possessed. Now, I'll tell you why I hate that. I hate that ideology. I hate that doctrine. Doctrines of devils is what I would call it. It's because this actually has, it makes the Christian have full dependency on the minister. Full dependency, right? Uh, somebody gives their lives to Jesus, then they end up making a mistake, but because they've been taught that, you know, a Christian can be demon-possessed, then they end up making a mistake. They, you know, they had a burst of anger, and so therefore, they feel, I must be demon-possessed. So they go to their pastor and say, hey, you need to cast out this demon, because I'm I have a demon inside of me, you know, or they end up having a thought that's not God honoring, right? A thought came into their minds. Now, they never acted on the thought, but the thought came into their minds nonetheless. And so they immediately think, well, I must be demon possessed. So they go see the minister. Hey, you need to cast out this devil because, you know, I am demon possessed. And so it creates this dependency on an individual. It creates a dependency on a minister when in reality, we should always, as ministers, pointing the finger to Jesus. We should always be pointing people to Jesus so that they would have dependency on him and the Holy Spirit. And so that's why I decided to do this podcast because I believe that it's very important for us as believers to live in victory. Remember this, the scripture says this, whom the son sets free is free indeed. Not partially free, not a little bit free, but completely free. And so you cannot be a believer and then start thinking, well, Maybe I have, a, maybe I have a, de a devil inside of me. Maybe I have a demon. No, the moment you start thinking that way, my friend, you are double-minded and you start living in bondage. And that's not what God wants for your life. Whom the sun sets free is definitely free indeed. So anyways, we're going to dive into the scriptures. Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 says this, My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives within me. Hallelujah. Did you grab that? We're going to be, let's, let's just finish that verse. It says, so live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. But did you catch that part? It said, it's no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. I'll tell you right now, when I gave my life to Jesus, I said no to Oscar Sosa. It is now, it's Oscar Sosa is dead. It is now Christ who lives within me. I am full of light. I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. So it's definitely not, I'm not part of the kingdom of darkness. I'm part of the kingdom of light. Now I want to put you, put it a little bit in perspective. I want you to think about this. 
If it's no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives with you. Now, when Jesus is walking on this earth, can you picture Jesus with diabetes in his body? Absolutely not. Can you picture Jesus with cancer in his body? Absolutely not. Can you picture your Savior, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, with poverty and lack? Absolutely not. I cannot see it. I don't see it in Scripture. Now, finally, can you see Jesus Christ, the one who you put your faith and trust in, the one who saved your soul, Jesus, the Messiah, can you see him being possessed by a demon? Absolutely not. And so therefore, my friend, what cannot be in Jesus cannot be on you. If Jesus does not carry sickness and disease in his body, then that means that you don't have to live this life with sickness and disease in your body. That means if you cannot see Jesus with poverty and lack, that means that you better not be walking in poverty and lack. No, it has already been paid for for you. That means that if Jesus was not able to be possessed by a demon, then that means, my friend, you as a believer, because it's no longer you who lives, but Christ that lives within you, you cannot be possessed by a demon. My goodness, all it takes is one scripture. But you know, we're not going to be doing this in this podcast. We're going to give you another scripture. But all it takes is one scripture just to be able to understand that darkness and light cannot coexist. That if either Christ lives in you or another spirit lives in you, but both cannot be in there. Thank you, Jesus, that is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives within me. Romans chapter 6, 12 to 14 says this. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give into sinful desires. Do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, listen to that, give yourselves completely to God. For you were dead, but now you have new life. You were dead. The old things are gone. Behold, all things become new. So, use your whole body as an instrument to do what is right for the glory of God. Sin is no longer your master. For you no longer live under the requirement of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace. Now, another reason why I don't like this ideology about like, can Christians be demon possessed is because unfortunately, a lot of that ideology leaves room for Christians to have no responsibility right away. What do they do? Well, uh, you know, I end up thinking this wrong thought. The devil made me do it. I must be demon possessed or they end up acting. uh, They have a bad behavior in their lives. Immediately they say, well, I must be demon possessed. They have no responsibility of of this Christian life any longer. When in reality, they're blaming, you know, they're blaming, uh, you know, being possessed by a devil. They're blaming the devil that the fact that they acted a certain way that is not God honoring. And Romans 6, 12 actually puts a lot of emphasis and it actually lets the believer know there's a responsibility that you have. Now that you've been born again, now that you belong to the kingdom of light and you're no longer for the kingdom of darkness, Stop living the way you used to live. Get rid of anger. Get rid of malicious behavior. Get rid of sinful things that's out in the world. Don't start telling others, well, it's, I'm acting this way because I'm actually demon-possessed. Honestly, there is no biblical reference for a Christian to be demon-possessed. My friend, God has called you to live in victory. He has called you to live in dominion. He has called you to take possession, to take ground. How are you supposed to tell other people about Jesus when you are full of the devil? Think about it for a second. 
How are, it, it just makes no sense. It, it, actually, I'm going to go to the next point because or else I'm going to get angry. But I just want to tell you this. It says demons can profess to believe in God, but a born again believer cannot be demon possessed. Let me say it one more time. Demons can profess to believe in God, but a born again believer cannot be demon possessed. You can't. Impossible. You cannot. I don't care. I, I don't care your experience. I don't care your experience. Don't let your experience define your theology, but let the theology define your experience. Make sense? Now, I want to ha I have another question. How can, how can a demonized, think about this. How can a demonized Christian cast out another demonized Christian? How can a demon-possessed believer cast out a demon-possessed believer? We know that a house divided cannot stand. Where do we see that in scripture? Matthew chapter 12. It says, but Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. Verse 26, if Satan cast out Satan, listen to this. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? Just pure logic, Jesus. I love Jesus. Verse 27. And if a and if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. Now, last verse says, But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. My friend, think about this. Think about it for a second. If a minister is letting you know and teaching you that you as a believer can be demon possessed and most likely, and actually they even teach that you could like self, uh, you know, like they, they, you could do it yourself, that you could cast the devil out by yourself, right? Like, and, and so like they teach like, um, you know, either you come to see them or like you could cast out the devil by yourself and there's methods and stuff. People go to the bathroom, they start, you know, saying a couple of things and they gag themselves and all these nonsense. And the reason why I believe I wanted to do this, and the reason why I did this podcast is because I want to make sure that you are empowered by the Holy Spirit to live this Christian life successfully. To live this Christian life. Now, don't get me wrong. I love pastors. I am one. I love evangelists. You know, like I love I have a good friend. A good friend of mine is an evangelist. And I have other friends who travel and tell people about Jesus. I love that. They have a part to play. Scripturally, we know that, you know, they are a gift to the church, right? Ministers are a gift to the church, right? For the edification of the body. So, you're right. So that they could grow and mature. So that they're able to accomplish what God has called them to accomplish. But... If a minister out there is making you fully dependent on him, man, there's a problem. There is a problem. So a Christian cannot be demon-possessed. Think about this for a second. If the pastor is teaching you this, now, can it be that he has a demon? Can it be? Now, how, would you, how can somebody who has a demon cast out a demon out of another Christian? So think about it for a second. The scripture is very clear about that, Right? The scripture is letting it know every kingdom divider against itself is brought to desolation. So if you think about this, if you have a demon and you come to me so that I could cast it out, you don't know what if I'm full of the devil today? What if I'm demon possessed today? Think about it for a second. There, it makes no sense. In order to set other people free, you need to be free yourself. 
So as a believer, I'm telling you right now, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. When you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of your life, when you were you got baptized in water and then you were full with the Holy Spirit, I'll tell you or not, you are free, my friend. Why? Why does God set you free? Why does God bless you? It's so that you can now be a blessing, an agent of reconciliation, an agent that brings freedom to this hurt and dying world. Not starting to think, well, I might have a demon now, if I have a demon, can I cast out a demon? Just logically, it makes no sense. Wake up, believer. Wake up. Look at the scripture. See what it says. Romans chapter 12, verse 3 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But listen to this. This is my last point. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you. What is God's will for you? It's actually, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Good, pleasing, and perfect. How could it be that God saves you and then you are possessed by a devil? It absolutely makes no sense whatsoever. Are we saying that Christ's blood is not enough? No. If, if the scripture also teaches... Where is the devil? The devil is under our feet. Then that means anybody else who works for the devil, his minions, all the demons out there, they're not just under your feet. They're like super under. They're like under Satan, under your feet. Now, your responsibility as a Christian is to make sure that they remain there. God has given you all authority. God has given you all power. God has given you all dominion. God has given you the Holy Spirit. He says, I won't even withhold the precious gift of the Holy Spirit from you. Don't you think he's going to give you everything else? And so I'll tell you right now, just logically, I want you to think about it logically. A Christian, a born-again, spirit-filled believer cannot be demon-possessed. Now, I said it before, in Romans 12, 3, says, let God transform you into a new person by what? By changing the way you think. Now, I want you to think about this for a second. If you and I were crucified with Christ, right? It's no longer we who lives, but Christ who lives in us. Now, how is it that we have this new life, right? It, it, and scripture talks about, don't think about the things of the world anymore. Like you no longer are that old person, right? The old things. Now you're a new creation, right? I'm a new creation. I just wanted to sing that song, right? But you're a new creation. How could you be a new creation and be demon possessed? It makes no sense. But now, this is where a lot of people have it wrong, is that they actually don't want to go to the scriptures to make sure that they're free. Now, a lot of these people that believe that Christians can be demon-possessed is because all they do is they never open up the Bible. They never open up the scriptures. And so what they do, they hear somebody else teach it, and they take it as face value. My friend, thank God we have access to the scriptures. Thank God we have access to the Bible. Open up the Bible and see that God has called you to live in freedom, not in bondage or, or dependency on the arm of flesh. He has called you to live in freedom, in victory. The scripture reminds us that we go from glory to glory, strength to strength, and victory unto victory. Not, hey, one day I wake up and maybe I did something. It must be because I'm demon-possessed. Absolutely nonsense. Nonsense. You've been set free. You're a new creation. But let God transform you by the way you think. Why? Because the way you think will actually become your reality. Why? Because you're going to end up speaking, and then you speak the Word of God as He changes your mind, and that will become your 
reality. Colossians chapter 3, 1 to 3 says this, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you die to this life, right? No longer I who lives. You die to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. Hallelujah. Verse four, and when Christ, who is your life, he's my, he's my life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in his glory. Did you catch that? Since you have been raised to new life in Christ. We, we, it's no longer the old life. It's no longer the old me. That old me is dead. I live this new life, a new reality in Christ. Right? So now I think about what? The realities of heaven. So when people start thinking that a Christian can be demon-possessed, and then a lot of believers start thinking that for themselves. Hey, maybe I am demon-possessed. Really what you're doing is you are not renewing your mind with the word of God. You're supposed to be living in victory, in dominion, taking possession, taking ground. You're supposed to tell your mind to align itself with the word of God. Right? So as a believer, remember this. If you are living in constant fear as a believer that, hey, maybe I'm demon possessed. My friend, there's a problem. There's absolutely a problem because God has not given you a spirit of fear but of power, love, and of a soundness of mind. So, we are supposed to live and dominate in this world. Not be every six months, well, there must be a demon that's inside of me. Every three months, there must be a demon that's there. Absolutely not. I just, you know what? This is what I'm going to be doing. Because I usually like keep the podcast at a certain, uh, at a certain time. So, this is what I'm, we're going to be doing. If people are interested into and for me to dive a little bit deeper we're going to go a little bit deeper but i believe that even as you take you know matthew chapter 12 romans chapter 12 verse 3 colossians chapter 3 verse 1 to 3 galatians chapter 2 verse 20 that should be enough reference for you to understand that you know what it is no longer you who lives but christ who lives in you so as a believer as a born again believer you cannot be demon possessed how could you help others if you yourself are bound just ask yourself that question Anyways, I am actually not upset at you. Really what I'm hoping is that as you're listening to this podcast, there's a switch that is opening. There's a switch that is turning on. That now there's a realization that as a believer, you can live in freedom, you can live in victory, and that you don't have to live bound another day in your life. In your life. So I'm going to go ahead and pray right now for everybody that's watching and everybody that's listening to this podcast. Father, I thank you, Lord, for every single person that tune in today. Father, I thank you, Lord, that from this day forward, there is renewing of their mind that happens. And as they let their minds be renewed by the word, Father, I thank you, Lord, that they're going to live in freedom and victory all the days of their lives. Father, I thank you that they will, from this day forward, they'll never be double-minded. They'll never think, uh, can I, am I demon-possessed or not? No. From this day forward, Father, I thank you, Lord, that they're going to know that they are victorious and that they have dominion over the devil. And Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that from this day forward, they live free. Because you said in your word, him who, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And so, Father, I thank you, Lord, 
I thank you, Jesus, for their lives. I thank you, Lord, for their constant dedication and their constant faithfulness to you. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that today you set people free in Jesus' precious mighty name. And now that they would consume the word of God, your Bible. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Man, listen, I'm very, very happy about this. I, I, actually, I may do a part two. I may do a part two. I think, you know, we need to dive a little bit deeper. But I just want to give it to you just logically. Think about it for a second. A lot of Christians don't think. And I'm sorry to say that. If that offends you, I apologize. I'm sorry. But really, the reality is this. A lot of Christians don't think. Think for it a little bit. Read the scriptures. Let it become a revelation unto you. And once you do, you realize that, man, a Christian cannot be demon-possessed. It can't. That's just plain and simple. And so, one of the things I'm going to ask you. Well, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for tuning in each and every single week. One of the things I'm going to ask you, because I believe in this message, share it with as many people as you possibly can. Send it to your friends, family, cousins, whatever it is. Share it on social media. Uh, put it on Instagram. Tag me when you do. And, uh, and make sure to give us a thumbs up and give us our comment. If you do have questions, write in the comments. I'll be more than happy. I won't shy away from it. I will be more than happy to answer the questions that you have. I'm talking about genuine questions. Anyways, that's it for today. Love you all. Until next time.